The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. What I was had been doing all my life and what I was teaching my clients to do wasn't working for me anymore. Next on Life Today, Dana Dimitri and Robin Thompson unravel the mystery of why women gain weight as they age. Learning from their own personal battles, they develop the Eat, Live, Thrive diet. We're noticing most women over 45 are starting to kind of give in to the reality of, oh, I, this is the way it's gonna be. And we're like, no, we're gonna prove it's not the way it's gonna be. here with Randy Robeson and I don't know what comes to your mind when you hear the word diet oh. like new no. diet my pastor used to say to me if I just carried all my diet books up and down the stairs a couple of times I would lose any weight I had to lose <laughs> <laughs> but when I got hold of this book I was thrilled and you're gonna love it too um, it's called eat live Thrive Diet, and we have the authors with us. Please, would you welcome Dana Dimitri and Robin Thompson. So glad you're here. Yeah, great to have you. Yeah, thrilled to be here. I just called you Dana, didn't I? That's all right, Sheila. Her name is Dana, and I should know, because how long was it? I mean, I was with you for a conference. Yes, oh, probably about five or six years ago. Five but. or six years ago, yeah. And you left a huge impression on me at that point. I remember saying to my husband, there's just something about her. I mean, obviously she's beautiful, but there's something internal um, that's beautiful. And the way you care for, for the women at the conference was really obvious to Thank me. Thank you, Sheila. So we're just glad you're, you're here. We're thrilled. We yeah, are so awesome. excited to be here. We're gonna talk about health. We're yes, gonna talk sir. about taking control of your health and feeling better, not just looking better, but that is a part of it. I'm just curious what made the two of you get so involved and interested in taking control of your health? Well, we each had our own unique journeys. I'm a few years ahead of Robin. I'm 66 and she's 52, so I started a little earlier, but at about 16, 15, 16, I started my little journey of dieting. You know, I looked at all my girlfriends and I looked at myself and I was like, I'm fat. I think it's still going on today. Yeah. But the sad thing was I wasn't fat, but I also just thought it was so important to lose weight that I got into this cycle by the time I was in, oh, probably my first year in nursing school, ironically, I was um, starting to binge and purge because mm. I was so out of control. Mm. So I actually had this unhealthy emotional relationship with food. I loved health and wellness, obviously. I was becoming a nurse, but I was in bondage. I was um, obsessed with getting thinner, but all I was doing was getting fatter, so then I would do the whole purging thing. And then because that wasn't working, I started taking diet pills. And so I come from this history of just feeling so out of control, so helpless, and not having the answers that um, the good news for me is even though it went from bad to worse because I started having debilitating panic attacks, it was that fear of dying or losing my mind that led me to the Lord. 
And wow. so I came to this saving faith, and it wasn't like, as we all know, we want to be saved in an instant. We want God to, well, of course, he saves us in an instant, but he doesn't necessarily transform us immediately. He took me on a journey. And for the next 10 years or so, I was on this journey of being transformed by the renewing of my mind, and part of that was also my health. And so hmm. I know what it feels like to be in bondage hmm. to food, to feel like, what's wrong with me? The thing I want to do, I need to do, I can't seem to keep doing it. So that's kind of the beginning of my journey. And Robin's is very different yeah. than mine. My journey is more on the physical side of things. It wasn't as much emotional, although I was a chubby child and I guess you would call it a preteen. And so, and I got teased. And so I, that always stuck with me, but then I just naturally dropped the weight in my adult years. I was lean and healthy and fit, and I became a uh, weight loss coach, lifestyle coach. I was doing that for, gosh, 25 years. And all of a sudden, in my early 40s, I started gaining weight, like a lot of women that hit that perimenopausal years. and what I was had been doing all my life and what I was teaching my clients to do wasn't working for me anymore. I think that's so frustrating. So many women experience that. You know, it used to be like when I was 20, I could skip lunch and lose weight. Now I have to right. skip like January. I mean, it's just yeah. exactly. Yeah. Guys too, guys yeah, too, guys it happens too, I'm to sure. us. So I really was just trying to figure out what am I gonna do because I felt very out of integrity here. I'm coaching people yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. gaining weight and it's not stopping. So I really had to go back to researching and seeing what's happening in my body. There's changes taking place and I had to make that decision. I need to change what I'm doing because what was working for me before is not working for me now. And I found actually with the principles in our book, it was kind of a pilot program that I did and I learned what was gonna help me get lean and, and healthy again. So what led the two of you to writing Eat, Live, Thrive? Well, we were involved in ministry many years ago and um, hadn't connected for some time, but I was starting to do some videos and wanted to do some healthy cooking and Robin came on a show to start doing some healthy recipes and we had so much fun together, always really respected each other, enjoyed each other and it was like just a chemistry and there was a synergy and you know we need each other in this journey so we started collaborating and I realized my battle with food, even though I had victory, was different than hers. She had food sensitivities and issues I didn't have. Um, I also started to gain some weight in perimenopause. Mm -hmm. You know, the typical 5, 10, oh, but went up to 15 pounds thinking, are my principles still working? So we started to talk about, we're not alone here. Yeah. We're noticing most women over 45 are starting to kind of give in mm. to the reality of, oh, I, this is the way it's gonna be. And we're like, no, we're gonna prove it's not the way it's gonna be. And so we just started doing more and more videos and the women were responding. We started doing pilot diet programs with women because we believe in lifestyle change. We don't want just put somebody on a diet, okay, lose the weight, okay, now you're on your own. So. We were getting amazing success, not just with our own bodies and, and goals, mm. but with the women we were coaching, and it got more and more exciting, and we just could, we had to share it. I watch your videos. They're great. We're kind of goofy. Thing, I love that. I never, love you, goofy, and I love scripted. that. Um, like, I would never watch and think, oh, look at them. They're amazing. I'm a complete failure. You always make room for humanity in your videos, which I think is really is really beautiful. Well, we're so, we tell our our 
our readers, our clients, we're on the journey too. We, mm -hmm. we definitely have found victory. We have found the solution. It, it is working for us. So we can say with integrity, this is working. But we're still on the journey. Like every woman, we want to be our healthiest at 66. You know, I'm not as resilient as I used to be. I know that even if I can stay lean, mm -hmm. there's a lot more to my my body than just looking lean. I want to be healthy. I want to be, you know, running around at 75, 85 and living out God's purpose for my Amen. life. Well, and I want to say also that um, I have, in the book, I write about my hunger games. Mm -hmm. And they're really not games because they're not fun at all. But I have had a severe hunger issue for like eight years. And so am I perfect all the time at my plan? Absolutely not, because sometimes I give in to that. And when you, I could eat a whole meal of a big plate of food and in a half an hour still feel like I want to eat again. Mm. So that's been a real struggle for me. Yet at the same time, sometimes I give in, right? And usually I give in with healthy food, but not always. But I know that I can get back on a regular lifestyle plan that is going to be the best suited for my body. Yeah. There's, there's something in your book that caught my eye. I'm a bit of a word nerd, I, I confess. You look at the Greek of the word diet, mm. and you say it means a way of living. And then you say that can include not just how we eat, but also the types of habits we regularly practice. Exactly. What, uh, you know, you... Like you said, you come from different backgrounds. You're from an eating disorder. You're just from age, and all of a sudden, the body's changing. But both of you had to change the way you thought about food and diet, your living and your habits. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What shifted there? Well, I mean, I've always said knowing what to do is not enough. Knowing how to get yourself to do it is the biggest part of the battle. I mean, you want to know a good, healthy way to approach health and, and diet, but we do believe that it should become a lifestyle. And so a shift in thinking is not, I'm on a diet, I'm off a diet, mm -hmm. all or nothing, black or white. Oh, that's not on the program, can't eat that. But more, how am I gonna develop an eating uh, system for myself that I can eat most days for the rest of my life and still actually enjoy my life? Because yeah. if we can't embrace our whole life because God gave us sweet taste buds and you know he, he gave us taste to bless us and so we have to find that balance and part of it's mental emotional and spiritual and part of it's physical and we just have this passion for bringing um, marrying all those parts together because it matters to God and it matters to us to have a quality life you know the book um, we're going to tell you at the end how you can get hold of this book but the thing that, that I loved is that you know, I'll buy like a new book that's the, you know, the latest thing that's doing great. And two days into it, you know, I just, I want to throw it out the window. But there's something about your program. And maybe you can break it down a little, tell us a little bit, and then we're going to have another um, show when we're going to get into a lot more detail. But, but break down the basics of what your program is. Let's turn it off. Well, I should say that we wrote it specifically for women um, say 45 plus, although it works for any age. In fact, we have some clients that are younger that have had amazing results and it works for men too. So um, because of the changing in our bodies, our bodies are changing constantly. It's a three phase pro plan, so to speak. And it's meant to be used cyclically that you can go through these phases um, throughout the year. Anytime you find yourself, maybe you're at a weight that you are happy with, but 
maybe you have a lot of uh, engagements and weddings and all that, and you find yourself falling off track, you can constantly move back to the first phase and start through them again. Um, but the first phase is really about eliminating foods. We call them food culprits. And it's certain foods that uh, you're eliminating to jumpstart your weight loss, improve vitality, and you begin to learn uh, what foods your body might be sensitive to because there is no cookie cutter, one size fits all to our plan. Yeah. Which I actually think is really encouraging. And you give people different levels, like if they want to kind of gradually sneak in, but if for others who are like, no, I want to do this, you can dive in a, a deeper level. Well, yeah, and on phase one, we ask everybody to go on some form of elimination. And we, you know, Robin is super disciplined. She's had to deal with this hunger thing, and she's like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to do phase three. <laughs> I said, but Robin, reality is some people aren't ready for that. So we started this mm -hmm. level one, which we asked them to give up grains and sugar for 14 days, not for Forever. It's like, don't panic. And and so they can go from that very simple level one, grains and sugar for 14 days, or they can add some other food culprits. Because as Robin said, women don't realize, and peep, men as well, Randy, we're not going to leave Thank the guys you. out I of this. Um, most people have food sensitivities that are causing inflammation in their body, causing disease. Um, you know, food can be both the cause and the cure for so many of our health issues. And so we're really helping women figure out what are some of those causes. We know that grains can be a, a, a number one culprit, as well as, of course, everybody knows we don't need sugar. Uh, so they can do these different levels on, on the diet and decide what's working. They can notch up. So it's like you can do a combination of level one and two. You can do a combination of two and three. We were talking earlier, Sheila, about coffee. You can do oh. a level three and you can still, if you really have, if you can't do a diet even for two weeks and not let go of coffee, then keep your coffee in. We're all about helping women find victory, discover things that help them just feel great, shed the pounds. And because these women, um, as we age, these women, we women, as we <laughs> age, we have carbohydrate sensitivity issues, insulin resistance, hormone imbalance. You guys have some hormone imbalance too, Randy, but it doesn't always hit you the same way as us. But um, And so all this elimination phase really helps address all those things. One, one thing about that, I noticed when I was reading about that, because when, when I heard elimination, I thought, oh, great, here goes the good stuff, right? But what you do find out, and I, I'm experiencing this. I mean, I'm, I've lived it the last several years. Some foods that I have eaten my whole life affect me differently now than That's they right. ever have before. And you don't know that until you cut it out and you go, wow, I don't have that pain or I don't have that, that tiredness exactly. or whatever it is that's getting you, and you go, it's that food. Well, that didn't used to do that to me. And that's, that's exactly where right. phase two of our program comes in because if you're eliminating a whole bunch of foods, mm -hmm. how do you know which food is the one, and there may be multiple, that is either making you more tired or whatever the things are that you're noticing. Usually by the end of the elimination phase or phase one, people are feeling Amazing. Because so you've then, gotten rid of everything but, by then? Right. Is well, there anything left? Everything, not everything. But <laughs> well, you get lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. Yeah, yeah, you have lettuce. Lettuce and no, coffee. There's, tons of there's so many great recipes and all of that you can eat. So, But in the second phase, that's we call it discovery because that's when you are discovering which foods are going to be, that you're going to add back into your regular lifestyle or that you're going to discover, hey, this food is not working for me. Yeah, not working. And I'm going to make a choice. I call it a true choice because it's not someone telling you, 
like Dan was saying, we all know sugar's bad, but for example, corn, we'll say. Um, if I said, Sheila, you shouldn't eat corn, you would say, Robin, don't should on me. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody likes to be told Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. When you discover for yourself this food is making me have, I'm breaking out, I'm having a headache, I'm bloated. Mm. My weight goes My up. My weight is going yeah. up. You're, it's much easier for you to say, I don't want to have this in yeah, my really lifestyle yeah. any longer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like you may never have it again, but you're going to choose to maybe eliminate it for the most part. And by the way, we have so many amazing recipes that people aren't feeling deprived like you think because we have grain-free, even some sweet things that totally satisfy and our, our readers and the women that have gone through the diet are like, oh my gosh, this makes all the difference. What it, are the muffins you have? You mentioned some muffins. <laughs> Snickerdoodle, yes, Snickerdoodle, Snickerdoodle muffins, muffins. Lemon poppy yeah, seed muffins. We have a chocolate. We, yeah, because all through the diet, they can have at least one tablespoon of either raw organic honey or pure maple syrup within some recipes, like a, a teaspoon per recipe, mm. every day without throwing everything off balance. And they really realize, oh my gosh, if I can substitute some of these healthy things that are really easy to make, Mm -hmm. and I have them available, I can do this. Wow. Those recipes are in the book. They are. They're in the book, and they really are good. We have a lot of our um, clients that have said, I mean, I think of Tracy, and she made them, and her husband ate the whole batch. Now, we don't <laughs> encourage doing that. <laughs> They're that good. They're that good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Tell us maybe a, like one other person who you've seen a huge difference in. Well, I'm thinking of Sandy. Sandy came to us, and she had been struggling for like nine years, just feeling so defeated, a failure. You know, she was she was in her mid-50s, but feeling like she was 60. And she, you know, she just started the elimination and she started to feel so good and shed the pounds. Because it's amazing how quickly the body wants to really reward you for treating it well. Mm. But she just very, through the holidays, in fact, this was over a year ago, she was just gradually losing. I think she lost about 25 pounds and... 18 inches, but more importantly than all of that, she said, I feel so much younger. I feel hope again. And wow. she felt like she was in bondage. She felt kind of that yeah. unhealthy, spiritual, mental, emotional connection with food. And now she, she just feels victory and she has a plan that works for her. And she cycles through the different phases. That's fantastic. And we're gonna, um we're going to let you know how you can get hold of this book because it really has everything in it. That's the thing I love. I mean, it's it's very doable. Yeah. It's it's very doable and and it really works for men and women. I mean, yes. which I think. No, is I can tell. Specific. You just read through it. It's common sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it. You and know. it's the thing I love too is it's godly common sense. Mm -hmm. You know, you spend quite a bit of time talking about. You know, what Romans 12, you know, Absolutely. transformed by the changing the way you think. Yeah, mm -hmm. we spent two whole chapters on changing your habits from the inside out, taking that biblical approach to renewing your mind, to identifying the lies you're believing, and really telling yourself the truth using both biblical spiritual truth as well as just mm -hmm. impactful statements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we want you to get this book, and we want you to help yourself. At the same time, we want you to help us as we help other people around the world. You know, we really can lift each other up, not just by discussing how to be fitter and healthier, but by reaching out and, and reaching into places where people can't necessarily help themselves. I want you to watch this and prayerfully consider how you can be a part of what we love to call Rescue Life. Watch this. 
दाई भर पढ़ना नपा मैं पढ़ नपा अब Anju's story is all too familiar to many other young girls across Southeast Asia. She is one of countless children that face similar challenges. अबोले सरी काम लाई दिन सुबंदा मोपने अब काम ना पारा अब खोजेरे इन्हीं रात होता काशमंडु तेरा अनि उले काम लाई दिन सुबंदे बने अनि काम माई काम में लाई दिन सुबंदा अब उधर सामान की नजाने अनि उधर इंडिया लान लाये सु माला थाते न। Human traffickers deceive their victims to accompany them to an open border like this one in Nepal and India. But luckily, Life's Mission partners are stationed along the border, and they are trained to spot girls like Anju. If the border missionaries determine that a child is being trafficked, they will turn the trafficker over to the local police and will make sure that the victim is safe. You know, Sheila, you and I have been to a lot of these places where uh, girls are, are trapped in sex trafficking, and, and we've seen just how awful it is, and sometimes how hard it can be to get them out of it. How does it make you feel when you see that we're able to intercept them before they ever get into it? Amazing, honestly. Um, just a few weeks ago, I was back in Southeast Asia, and when I see that girl's story, when I see the joy in her face, when I see the innocence still in her eyes, because she's just a young girl, and then I think of some of the girls I met just a few weeks ago who were trapped, there was nobody there at that particular time at the border. We have some of the most amazing teams on the ground. I love what James and Betty do. Their thing is we're not going to go into a country and just decide to do our own thing. They always ask, who is God using in this country? And how can we get underneath and support them and hold them up? And so I had the awesome privilege of meeting with the SWAT team, you know, those who will go in and literally kick the doors down and rescue girls and make sure that the traffickers are sent to prison. We don't want any other girls to have to end up in a place where they wake up one morning and discover that they've been drugged and they're lying beside some man. And this innocence has been lost, but we can do something. I've seen with my own eyes. That's why it's three-pronged. It's reach. We go into the villages and we teach these little girls. When a man comes up to you and says, hey, I've got something to show you. I've got a puppy in the car. I've got candy. You scream as loudly as you can. No, and you run. And you always go hand in hand with another girl. But then we also do rescue. We go in and we kick the doors down in Jesus' name and we pull these young girls out. And then it's restoring, bringing them to a place where they can be told there's a God in heaven who heard every cry and we come in his name. And, and to watch those girls restored is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life.
You know, I really like Odell. I think the, the guy part of me kind of rises up when I see these guys literally knocking down doors to rescue these girls because I have daughters of my own. And, and I don't know. You, you'd have to, you know, forcibly stop me to prevent me from rescuing my daughter in that situation. These girls don't necessarily have someone that'll kick the door down for them. That's what we need you to do. The way we do it is we stand up together and we say, we're gonna do something about it. We've got the systems in place, we've got the people in place. We just need your support to kick those doors down. What we found is that we spend about an average of $128 to rescue one child. We've got some friends that have offered a matching gift right now, meaning that if you give $64 today, it will be combined with the matching gift, it will be doubled in impact, and, and it will help to save one child. $128 will save two. Some of you could give $1,280, and that will save not just 10 children, but because of the, the doubling of the gift, 20 children. If you can do more than that, I, I encourage you to just do as much as you can, because we are knocking down those walls. We are reaching, we are rescuing, and we are restoring. We want to help you. If you ask for this book today, whatever gift you give towards Rescue Life, we will send you Eat, Live, Thrive just to help you so you can live longer and healthier and stronger so that you can join us in rescuing even more. Won't you go to the phone or go online right now? You can help save a child today. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Thank you so, so much. The phones are busy. Keep calling. We really need your help. And we have this awesome 320,000 matching gift. So everything you send will now be doubled. And you get this amazing book. <laughs> For any gift at all, we will send you um, this book, Eat, Live, Thrive, Diet. Will you please help me thank our amazing guests who are going to come back tomorrow for another show. Thank you. Awesome. So for Randy, this is Sheila saying we'll see you next time on Life Today.
anxiety, depression. That is a wow. sign of a food sensitivity. Learning how the Eat, Live, Thrive diet works tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.